Welcome to the Are Your Hands Full podcast, a step-by-step parenting podcast for your Jewish family. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I hope you enjoy this episode. Please check out the most recent Are Your Hands Full download at www.handsfullchenuch.com. That's H-A-N-D-S-F-U-L-L-C-H-I-N-U-C-H.com. So while following the Hands Full program, for children under the age of 10 specifically, your main goal should be to establish authority in a warm and nurturing environment. All other goals, such as cleaning up after oneself, putting toys away, and getting dressed independently can be taught at a later time when the child is already obeying you completely. So this concept points to the quite common reaction that parents exhibit when I start them on the hands full program. They suddenly begin to focus on the fact that their children are not cleaning up and not taking responsibility for their hygiene. They're not doing their homework. I find this part fascinating because up until they started the program, they usually come into my office panicking and worried about the chutzpah, the wild and negative behaviors. They're killing each other and all of this. And the fact that they can't get their child to do anything without resorting to extreme negative behaviors is what really, really bothers them. Then, once I get them on program and they begin following phase one of the program, all of a sudden they're worried because a child couldn't make his bed or didn't make his bed. No, no. That's not the acre of chenach. It's important, but it's not the foundational underpinning of chenach. The acre of chenach is that a child should be able... Listen carefully. The ikar of chenach is that a child should be able to tolerate discomfort and learn the skill of taking someone else's perspective and behave accordingly. I always tell parents not to worry about the activities of daily living, such as cutting your nails, taking a shower, making your bed, finishing your chicken cutlet, until all the Yisaitistika concepts of chinuch are already accomplished and taken care of. So these underpinnings correlate with the three phases of the Handsful program and are built one on top of the other. The first is phase one, and the goal is to tolerate frustration. Children who learn to tolerate when things don't go the way they want will be able to master everything important in life. Think of it this way. We're all going to be on this planet for 120 years. Let's say, mathematically speaking, 50% of the time things go the way we want, and 50% of the time things don't go the way we want. Let's say. If we can only be okay when things go the way we want, we'll only be happy half our lives. That's a terrible shame. But if we can learn to be okay and keep moving and keep functioning when things don't go the way we want, then we could be happy all our lives when things go well and even when things don't go well. So if you think about it, for thousands of years, they've been searching for the key to happiness. And the shayrish, the root of happiness, is really the skill of knowing how to be unhappy. Now, the Rabban Shalom set up a designated age when is the most optimal time to teach frustration tolerance, and you all know what it is. You probably just missed it. It even has a name. It's called the Terrible Twos. The two-year-old exerts its autonomy 
It's independent thinking at that age. And all of a sudden, begin bossing you around and begin demanding that things go his or her way. And you, because they're so cute at that time, don't want to deal with all the tantrums, so you let it go. Developmentally, this stage passes, and then before you know it, you get a five-year-old who doesn't understand the meaning of the word no. This is terribly frightening if you set it on a backdrop of 2020. It's fascinating. I'm doing this for so many years. And all the years, I always used to get calls from mechanchen, from teachers, from principals, behavioral difficulties with 7th graders, with 8th graders, with 6th graders, with ninth graders. Now, I'm getting kindergarten, nursery, pre-1A, 5-year-olds, 4-year-olds. She doesn't want to sit in circle time. She refuses to do X. He refuses to do Y. And I'm thinking to myself, what happened here? What are we sending into our school systems? We get the opportunity of those first precious five years of life during which a child can learn that he or she is not center stage and that the earth doesn't revolve around us and that Bishvili Nivraha Olam means for me to do and to give to the world, not to take. And if you give that message over, At a very early stage, your child will walk into a school system and be able to cope when things go the way he wants and when things don't go the way he wants. And that is the recipe to happiness. Child happiness and adult happiness. On top of that, tolerating frustration allows us to obey. Because after all, what is obedience? Obedience means that I do something that I don't particularly want to do because somebody else asked me to. That's the definition of obedience. Obedience doesn't mean that I do it because I know I'm going to get ice cream. Then I'm just doing it for myself. And unfortunately, so many of the other parenting programs set this up that you arrange the situation so that the child Punked wants to do the same thing you want him to do. Whoever cleans the playroom gets ice cream. So you're arranging the environment so that the child coincidentally wants to do the same thing you want him to do. That's obedience? No, that's not obedience. That's just arranging convenience. And remember, you only get 7,000 days to do this job. And the first five years of it, is the first, what, 1,800 of those 7,000 days? And if you skip that chance when the brain is plastic and moldable and developmentally ready to absorb authority, then your child walks through childhood thinking, it's got to go my way. And if it's got to go my way, if my mother tells me to take a shower and I don't want to take a shower and I'm not used to tolerating discomfort, I ain't taking no shower. But if I've been taught to tolerate when things don't go the way I want, and my mother tells me to take a shower, and I don't want to take a shower, I'll take a shower anyway, my favorite word in the language, anyway. I don't know, anybody like to fast? We fast anyway. How many of the 613 mitzvahs that we have, as much as we love the mitzvahs and as much as we work on avasa mitzvahs, they're uncomfortable sometimes. Anybody like going three days without a shower? 
But if you're taught to do it anyway, that's how you arrive at happiness and avas mitzvahs. So the link between phase one and phase two of the hands full program is super important because through tolerating frustration, not only do you find the key to happiness, you find the key to obedience to specifically to assays. That means obedience to things that we tell our children to do. Please brush your teeth. Please take a shower. Please clean the playroom. Please pack up your knapsack. Please do your homework. And then once a child becomes an obeyer by nature, then he eventually will be able to progress to phase three, which is all about impulse control, controlling ourselves against doing low sases, things that we tell children not to do. So we need phase two desperately in order to build the obedience quotient, in order to build your child into an obeyer so that eventually they wouldn't cross over the red line during adolescence because they're just so used to and so conditioned to obey you. So simply put, a child who learns that he or she is not the center of the universe and that not everything has to go his or her way will become a better adult. He will be able to obey what the Tyra tells him to do and will have the strength to refrain from what the Tyra tells him not to do. Additionally, phase one, the ability to tolerate when things don't go the way we want, makes for a healthier, more well-balanced adult who can sustain adult relationships appropriately. Thanks for listening to my podcast. My name is Dr. S. Yaroslavitz, and I am the director of Hands Full, which is committed to the provision of community education in the area of behavior management and cognitive development of children. I look forward to hearing from you with any questions that you have. And remember, no matter how impossible things may seem, the earth will continue rotating on its axis.